Hi guys, welcome back to the Not So Serious Podcast. Today is a very exciting episode just because I freaking love talking about this. I love talking about the brain and what I'm doing right now and the things that I've learned um, through like research and also therapy and also just me being interested in different topics and different stuff and doing my own research and reading books and listening to podcasts, you know, all that stuff. And I really, really love it and enjoy it. So we're going to talk today about bad habits and how to break them, how to get better at your life and actually start becoming the person that you want to become to break all those habits we need a lot of things and we also need a lot of motivation and we're going to talk about it a little bit later on this episode but for now I'm going to give you a little recap just a little recap of how my week last week went because it was pretty nice like last week it was Thanksgiving week and had so much fun I was able to enjoy my dinner with my family and my day my entire day without like the gym working out or without even thinking about it I was just so present and resting and having fun and just um, hanging out with my family and my family friends Um, They have like a huge house, guys. It's so pretty. And I was able to go there. We play ping pong. We talk a lot. We laugh a lot. And it was just overall a great day. I did not have control over food whatsoever. And for breakfast, my my mom made us breakfast for all of us. And we had tamales. Well, it's not tamales. It's like it's called ajacas, and they're from Venezuela, and they're so good, you guys. Um, so I had that, and then after that we had arepas and fruit, and what else did we have? See, like I don't even remember. Oh, hot chocolate. Then after that we went to my friend's house. I got ready. I feel so cute and like happy, and I did note. I did not have any control over the food that were gonna be served and it just felt so free like I felt so much freedom that day and it just felt great and I feel amazing um but the day before my mom invited me to go and get my nails done so that was pretty nice I love spending time with her on that we talk while we get our nails done and we pick the color and it's just a really good time um but yeah on Thanksgiving dinner I didn't worry about anything of calories or eating more or eating whatever I just picked whatever looked good in the menu like on the table at the buffet table and um I had dessert also because it was my brother's birthday and we really wanted to celebrate day celebrate the birthday there with friends and my dad made the cake he's trying to get more into baking and he actually made the the cake from scratch and he decorated and everything it was so cute of course I had to try it and then my mom's friend made apple pie no pumpkin pie with ice cream and we got it and it was it was really nice I just had a really nice good time with them and I just felt so happy but I think like for the week that was all that I did like important kind of other than that I've just been like the same same just like working editing videos I've been able to edit more YouTube and have more time to do that I've been spending more time doing the things that I love and the things that I know that will get me to where I want to be and not spending so much time on my phone 
like looking at others and comparing my life with others because that was really hurting me with like followers with like other creators having like my dream life and me feeling like so bad with my own life that was literally not healthy for me or my brain and right now I'm really really trying to step away from that and just go to my journal go to my phone and write the things that I'm grateful for on my notes or on my journal uh, reading just doing the things that I know that will get me to where I want to be personally and also writing the things that I'm grateful for and I want you to do this as well okay we all have different things to be grateful for and for me it's like I have a family I live in the U.S. I was able to move to the U.S. I have a house I have a job my dad found a job my family is healthy I am healthy I am feeling so much better last week actually my knee started to hurt quite a lot with my toe and my entire feet and it just didn't feel right but this week and like the past two days I just been feeling so much better and I think it's also with a stress and me okay I'm gonna be completely honest the last couple of weeks have not been really paying attention to my nutrition and not really making sure that I'm eating enough and yesterday I was like okay Danny enough is enough you're gonna make a contract and that's what I did I literally wrote on my journal contract and I put with myself like the rules from now on and like I set myself with a minimum because I know I know that we all have the knowledge to be able to get to where we want to be but we don't really do what we know that we have to do because we get scared or we I don't know prioritize other stuff and I don't want to do that anymore I actually want to prioritize my goals and my health and that's what I'm going to do so do the same if you want to do the same don't do it if you don't want to do it it's just my advice and it's just what I'm doing Anyways, today we're going to talk about bad habits and um, I actually asked you guys on Instagram to give me your bad habits and it made me kind of sad because one of those habits, like some of the habits that you guys told me just remind me of my old mindset and how I used to be and the habits that I have right now that I really want to break are the ones that are more about control and are more about routines and like not being able to do spontaneous stuff or having the same routine every day but I don't have any habit that is just like actually deteriorating my health and some of the habits that you guys gave me really made me super sad because I had a lot of a lot of girls like with like purging and okay I'm gonna give a trigger warning in here because I don't really want you to get triggered if you're gonna get triggered by me talking about eating disorders and actually like more serious stuff and not just the whole I don't eat and that's the whole thing no you guys know that um an eating disorder has a different habits a lot of different habits that can literally destroy your overall health and some of you guys told me some of that because I said that it was going to be anonymous and you guys felt safe with me and I'm so grateful for that um but at the same time it just made me super sad and I really want you to start therapy <laughs> if you're on that path of like literally having destructive habits that are deteriorating your mental and physical health. I really, really want you to look for help. And this episode might not really help you that much because those habits are extremely hard to break and you need professional help for a lot of those. 
I had to go to my inpatient treatment to be able to stop the habits that were literally killing me, slowly killing me. So please do so. I literally cried every single day at treatment because I didn't want to do those things. I And I don't think I would have been able to do it by myself because it was so hard to break. But at the same time, it was slowly killing me. So I want the best for you. And the best for you right now is not to listen to this podcast and like try your best, quote unquote, try your best. Because I know you can, but sometimes it's not in your control to get better and it gets extremely hard. So please, please, please seek out for help. I'm not professional. I'm not a therapist. Everything that I wrote for this episode is actually things that I learned from YouTube, from podcasts, from me doing research, from books, um, of actual people that are actually experts on those topics. And me just here sharing my journey and sharing what I'm doing because I have come to realize that we all have bad habits that I want to break. Me, I'm not perfect. I'm a human and I do have bad habits and I really want to break them. I really want to be able to stop scrolling on my phone every single day when I'm bored and do something more productive. So instead of like being on Instagram, on TikTok and losing my time for literally hours, I want to be able to work or read or paint or go out with my mom without having my phone on my hand you know so those are the habits that I am personally talking about Um, and one of the most serious for me that I talk about on my Instagram stories was that I wait for way too long and you guys told me that you were the same I don't know where this came from it's it's a myth it's something that just got stuck in my mind it's like something that I really want to change and that I've been wanting to change for a long time and it's just so hard to break so some days I do it some days I don't do it and it's just awful and the habit is that I want to be able to eat as soon as I wake up just when I was a kid I remember when I was a kid if it was eight o'clock nine o'clock ten eleven I don't know but Every single time that I would wake up, I'll go and have breakfast. Even when I was at school, um, that I had to wake up actually at 5 a.m. for high school when I was in Columbia, I actually was able to eat my breakfast at 5.10, 5 a.m. And then when I was more like a child, more a kid, when I was like in elementary school, I actually had to eat my breakfast at like 4 a.m. But I will eat my breakfast because food is literally fuel. And I don't know why people keep preaching intermittent fasting for like health or for like a woman. Because it's not okay and it's not healthy for you. You're actually fasting throughout the entire night. And then you wake up and you need energy for your day. Like why are we waiting so long to eat breakfast and this is one of the things that I'm actually doing doing my research and being like okay this is not scientific like there's no scientific reason of why I should be fasting until 11 or 12 a.m like this is not okay this is not helping my goals this is not helping my health this is not helping anybody and it just became it just became a habit super hard to break and something that I feel like I have no control over, but that's exactly why I'm here and why I'm going to share with you the things that I did my research on. Some of the habits that you guys gave me are similar 
and some of them are not similar but this applies to those little habits that you guys want to break like smoking like using your phone when you're about to go to bed that one is a huge mind too um like counting calories that one is another one just like um seeing the label and everything you eat and having that habit that's another habit yes uh, being on social yes that's another habit um taking pictures of, of everything i eat oh my god like this is calling me out this is actually calling me out but i feel that i need to challenge that too i feel like i do like i know that i have my social media platform but um i can only post like once a week a full day of eating or like twice a week i don't need to do it every single day so i should probably stop i should probably like try and break that routine as well and just being like okay this is my food i don't need to prove to anybody that i'm eating because i feel like it comes from the fact that in the past i had to prove to my parents that i was eating enough so i will send them pictures and I also used to have like a food diary. So I feel like that's why, because that was how I kept myself accountable. But right now it's like not really necessary for me to do to do that. So I should probably just like really take a break from that, um, work on not doing it every, every day and just do it in a few times a week because I do want to be able to help you guys and provide you guys with some meal inspiration but it doesn't have to be every single day or every single meal so that's one that I really want to break as well I didn't think, think about that but now that you guys told me yes of course mm, um, put enough eating because I have more important things to do quote-unquote and yes oh my god like this is this is huge for me as well. I'm like, in the morning, I'm like, oh no, I, I gotta work first. I gotta reply to DMs. I gotta edit this video. And then after that, I, I will go back to my breakfast. And it's like, even the days when I, where I don't go to the gym, another habit for me to break. And you guys know that I'm always honest in here. And sometimes I do it. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I eat before going to the gym. Sometimes I don't. The reason why, I don't know. I feel like I do have better workouts when I don't because I don't feel as heavy but I know that it's not helping me get stronger or fix my hormones or um, like fixing my health my overall health and I really want to start seeing more food as literally my entire fuel and not drinking caffeine on an empty stomach also is another habit that you guys told me and that I also do like even if it's coffee it's like no nail beating uh focusing so much on the apple watch um choosing the lowest calorie option that's another habit body checking is a huge one guys it's a huge one or weighting yourself yeah those two are huge ones eating all my calories at night same with that it's just like I think it comes from the mindset of like, I'm scared I will get hungry so I don't eat as much during the day so that I can feast at night. But I used to binge when I would do that. I don't do it that much right now, but I still need to work on that. Like definitely too much caffeine is another one using a lot of sweet sweeteners, like artificial sweeteners. Yes, that's another one. Um, so the reason why I'm actually sharing with you guys your struggles is because we're all a community and I freaking love this community because 
from like the beginning just makes me feel less alone on my struggles and the things that I'm working on so thank you so much for sending me all your responses and being so vulnerable about the topic because I don't know I just want you to feel less alone and if we're all in this together we're all working on improving our health and having a better life I know we can do this if we keep um, supporting each other and sharing those little things that we think that nobody else is doing but it's actually pretty common in girls or boys our age so Okay, let's let's just talk about actual, the actual things that I did my research on. So this is what I wrote. We have always thought and still do that the value of a habit is you don't have to think about it. It frees up your brain to do other things and that is exactly why they become something that we don't even have to overthink or analyze. We just do it. That means that a habit is something that you do not have any control over anymore it becomes like brushing your teeth like um what else what else what else what else like beating your nails you don't even think about it you just do it you know you don't have to think when when you're brushing your your teeth you don't have to think oh my god um right to the left up down no your brain just knows how to do it and you do it automatically so that's a habit something that you start doing more automatic without your brain needing to think about it um our days are filled with little habits like preparing coffee locking the door or driving to work and habits let us act efficiently following a trusted routine instead of planning out each move it literally frees your brain from thinking about more stuff um and it becomes just super automatic it's subconsciously you just do things that you don't even think about um so uh this is like the definition of a habit a habit is a routine or of behavior that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subscon- subconsciously and now um bad habits because you know there's good habits and bad habits a good habit will be like your sleep hygiene like going to bed at the same time your body just don't have to think about it a good habit is I don't know like making sure your doors are locked brushing your teeth brushing your hair like some movements at the gym you know those are good habits bad habits we develop them to deal with negative emotions They develop as a coping mechanism and whenever we get a cue or a trigger, we engage in those to get a quote-unquote reward, which is a short-term relief. A definition, a more short definition of a bad habit is any habit that stands in opposition to your goals. So, with that being said, that's why I realized like, oh my god, not eating breakfast earlier is actually a very bad habit from my it's not a good habit it's a bad habit why because one of my goals is to get my period back and that little habit is standing in opposition to my goal another habit like I want another goal I want to feel good in my body and not be bloated and then you go and eat all your calories leave all your food for the night and then you wake up super bloated you know that that's against your goals so those are the little things that I want you I want you to think about. So this is how a habit works. You get the cue or the trigger 
For example, when you bit your nails, maybe you're nervous, that's the trigger. Or maybe someone yelled at you and that's the trigger. Um, for me, I think like not eating breakfast until later, the cue or the trigger is like not feeling hungry in the morning, maybe. Um, I will have to think about that. And you will have to think about yours too. So we have work to do. Then after the cue, after you get the cue or the trigger, you go into the routine, which is the behavior or the habit. And then you get the reward, which is, I don't know, feeling something, uh, feeling relief from anything. I don't know. Um, for example, with smoking, when you're feeling stressed, that's the trigger or the cue. The routine is the smoking. And then the reward is that you feel more like calm and you feel that your anxiety goes away. And then after the, after some time of doing that repeatedly, it becomes the habit. And then you get a craving for that habit because you want the reward. So now I'm going to tell you about the little experiment they did with rats a long time ago and how this explains better how our brain works and how habits become on your brain a literally automatic response to a cue or a trigger. Researchers, researchers experimented with rats who were trained to roam down a maze to receive a reward. If they turn left, they will get rich chocolate milk and for turning right, only sugar water. With this, the, the scientists wanted to see whether these animals could quote-unquote learn to associate a cue with which direction they should turn in the maze in order to get the chocolate milk reward. Over time, the rats grew extremely habitual, habitual or habitual in their behavior. Quote-unquote, they always turned to the right direction and the places where their paws touch were the exact same in a fairly long maze. So that tell us that the rats, the rats, I don't know why I need to explain this twice, but just in case you didn't understand, the rats learned that every single time that they will go to the right, they will get chocolate milk and every single time they will turn to the left. No, the opposite. Every single time they will go to the left, they will get rich chocolate milk. And every time they go to the right, they, they will get sugar water. Over time, they just learned. They didn't even have to think about it. They Their brain, they actually like made something. I don't know how they do that, but they actually measured their brain capacity and what they would do. And the brain wouldn't even work. At that, at that time, like the body of the rat would just go straight to the chocolate milk without even thinking about it. So I put there, this is a, this isn't a coincidence. When we're first learning to do something, the frontal lobe and basal ganglia of the brain are highly active and doing a lot of calculations. These brain regions work together to associate behaviors with thoughts, emotion, and most importantly, motor, mu motor movements. But when we repeat an action over and over again, like the rats running down the maze, our brain becomes more efficient and fewer neurons are required to achieve the goal. This means the more you do something, the easier it gets to carry it out because the behavior becomes literally etched in your brain as our motor movement. It becomes super easy to do it. 
even if some people around you tell you like, you just need to stop. It's so easy. No, it's not. It's not easy. Habits often become so ingrained that we keep doing them even thought we're no longer benefiting from them. So for example, after some time, the research people wanted to see what would happen if they would put some lithium chloride, which will upset the rat's stomach. Despite all of this, the rats continued to run down the maze and turn left towards the chocolate milk, as they had learned to do over and over again. So things get very complicated once a habit is formed. Researchers have found that this dopamine surge in response to reward ceases after a behavior becomes a habit. Instead, the brain begins to release dopamine at the first cue or action that was previously learned to lead to the reward. So we are motivated to engage in the full behavioral sequence anyway, even if the reward isn't there anymore. And this is so funny because by doing this research, I realized how much of an eating disorder is a freaking ton of habits and behaviors that we are no longer in control of and no longer get any benefit from, but we still do them. Why? I don't know. Because our brain is like that and we are humans and that's how our brain works. We just become super addictive to that habit and to the quote unquote reward. And even when we don't get it anymore, we're still going to do the same freaking habit because our brain just got used to it. So that's why you can't really tell someone with an eating disorder to just eat because that's not the solution from an eating disorder. It's not about what you eat or you don't eat. And I talk about this quite a lot, but it's more about what's going on in your mental health and why in the first place you started the bad habit to cope with anything that was going on in your life and how to actually find good things and good coping mechanisms that will actually improve your life and will be like a quote-unquote reward for your life. So this means we don't have as much self-control as we think we do, which may also be the reason why it's so hard to break the cycle of addiction. And you guys know an eating disorder is pretty much just another addiction, just like smoking, just like drugs. So yeah, we all know that. Um, so quote unquote said one research research, um, guy or girl, I don't know. People will report that they know this is bad for them. They don't want it. And never, nevertheless, they select that action. And that happens to all of us. So it's literally not our fault to keep engaging in those behaviors that made us come to this place is literally how our brain works and it will take a lot of time and patience to be able to change those bad behaviors for good ones. So I want you to give yourself some grace and know that with consistency a new healthy behavior and habit can be born. It is possible. It is hard, but it is possible and I 100% believe that. Okay, so um. I also talk in here, I put a lot of things about how an unhealthy habit is actually formed and why it's formed in the first place because I feel like it's important to talk about that when we're trying to get rid of those bad habits, understand our brain and understand why they became a habit in the first place. So when you're experiencing a a strong emotion, it can feel like it's going to last forever. You might go to extreme means 
to extreme means to try to make it stop, such as using destructive coping mechanisms, which is quote-unquote the habit. Once you get into a habit of using a particular action, it may seem like nothing else will cause the emotion to stop. The first step of healing, this is the first step of healing and breaking a bad habit, is that you realize that emotions do not last by nature. They come and go like waves on the ocean. Positive emotions fade into neutrality, and likewise, negative emotions eventually dissolve back into baseline. All of this to say that whenever you have those strong feelings, you need to let them go and be okay with that. You will experience all the emotions here, and the sadness, the happiness, the boredom, everything. They're not good or bad. They're just neutral. They will go away. They will come and go. Um, you don't, do not need to act on them. That is how we avoid new bad behaviors or habits to form. Not acting on them, just being curious about the motion and seeing the motion without acting. I have many ways in which I will be experimenting to break the bad habits that I do have right now. This is the segment where I give you actually the solution for breaking bad habits. And we have actually three uh, options for you to try. Um, I'm going to be trying mine. I'm going to be trying all of them. And I will definitely let you guys know if it works or not. Um, I love doing this podcast just because I don't really tell you, oh my God, this is the best solution to do x and x and i'm an expert on this no like literally i'm just your friend talking to you about the things that i struggle with and trying to help you out in case you're struggling with the same stuff so i have some ways in which i will be experimenting to break my own bad habits and i will definitely share with you which one worked and which one didn't but i want to give you all these options for you to try and choose from and try it yourself um if you want to, if you don't, then don't. You guys know if we all have willpower, we all know what to do or not to do, and you do you, okay? This is just my take on this one. So the first one is gonna be mindfulness. So every time you notice the trigger, the cue, whatever it is, notice it, notice it and be curious about it. Why is my body telling me to do that? What does my body truly want to get out of that habit? For example, and here I will share some of your responses because that is how we learn to understand ourselves at a deeper level. So one of them is, let's say, smoking. Uh, the cue will be, okay, I feel stress. I feel stress and the behavior is, smo is a smoking and then the reward is satisfaction and like feeling more chill and calm and like not having any more stress. So every single time that you feel like you're going to get the stress, you're going to look at the stress, the emotion, and you're going to be super aware of like what's going on right here in my brain, in my body. Why does, why does my body feel super stressed and how can I relieve this stress in another way? How can you change that behavior to another behavior that we all, will also give you both satisfaction and the relief, the reward. Notice the urge, get curious, and feel the joy of letting go and repeat it. You need to feel the sadness. Let yourself feel what you need to feel. If you need to cry, cry. But don't engage in those habits. 
So be curious and be super mindful. You know that it's definitely not good for you and not a good learn, not a good long-term habit to have for your overall health. Also, don't want you to judge or force yourself to hold back or stop doing the bad habit. I just want you to become super curious about it. I want you to start being super mindful about those actions and behaviors, how they make you feel. Why do you keep coming back to them? What are you getting out of them? The goal in here is to step out of your bad fear-based habits and just step into being. The next step is to let it go. Feel the joy of letting go of those habits and repeat as much as possible. That's the first method that I found. So in a little word, it will be mindfulness. Be super mindful of your body, of your cravings, of the why. So be super curious about the reason why you're getting those cravings and why you keep coming back to those bad habits, even thought you know they're not the best for you. The second method is actually asking yourself three questions. The first one is, what is giving me and how can I replace it with something similar? So in here, we're actually taking, not only being mindful, but actually taking the action of finding a good thing to replace it with. For example, if you go in the morning after waking up to a gym class and you go super hard on it and that's your habit and then after that you go and have breakfast, for example, replace it like maybe I'm going to have a yoga um, flow, 10-minute yoga flow in my room and that's the way I'm going to calm my nerves, my nerves and my anxiety and my need to move. Um, so you just got to find something. Same with like um, beating your nails, smoking, stuff like that. The next one is to do it as inaccessible as possible. How can I make this habit as inaccessible as possible? This is going to be very rough and very tough. Like I just thought about it. I don't know why I just thought about it. If you have this habit of like, going to the gym super hard after um, waking up in the morning. It, this is just an example, okay? Um, I don't know, like maybe giving your car keys to someone else so that you have zero, zero way to go to the gym at that time. This is just an example, guys, okay? You don't have to do that. It's just an example. It's, it's a very extreme example, but it, it's just that an example same with like reading at night like on my phone like if I think about it how can I replace it so what is giving me how can I replace it so it's giving me like kind of like the chill vibes before vibes before bed and like something to do before bed so maybe I can replace it with reading that's that's a good one a good activity um as inaccessible as possible i'm gonna turn off my phone and get zero notifications so that i can stop looking at my phone at night okay that's another one and then the next one the third one of this method is to actually do a 30-day challenge challenge yourself tell yourself that it's not gonna be forever it's just gonna be for 30 days like convince your brain that it's only temporary and you do it and you're going to try your best and you're going to do your best because you're going to think, oh my God, this is just for 30 days. I'm going to make this a challenge for me and I'm going to be able to make it and just convince your brain. 
Of course, the goal is to keep going after those 30 days, but this is just to convince your brain that it's just temporary and you will be able to go back to that relief afterwards. But the main goal is to not go back. It's just to give your brain a little relief. And the next one, the last one, and one that I freaking loved, the last method is called the five R's. Okay, if you have any book right now or in your notes app, please take some notes right now because I think this is super important and super helpful. So there's going to be five R's. The first one is the reason. So create a big why. When you have a strong why, you will be most likely to want to change. Your why needs to be super strong and a super strong reason for you to stick to changing. For example, you want to recover from an eating disorder, you need to create a very, very strong why. Not only, oh, because I want to look pretty or because I want to gain weight or because I want to convince my mom that I'm better. No, that's not going to give you long-term results. Okay, you need to create a big why. The big, big, big main reason why you want to get better because I want to feel good. I want to feel good in my body. I want to inspire others. I want to have kids. I want to have good mo- good healthy bones and hormones and I want to get my period back and I want to feel good and I want to be able to go for ice cream and pizza with my parents and have a spontaneous dates and I want to be able to nourish my body in a proper way I want to be able to exercise and be happy be happy because you when you're engaging in those behaviors you're not really happy so yeah that's that's a big strong why and again you can do this with any freaking habit that you have this is just an example and something that is more like general you know that second one is actually research and this is exactly what I did with the thing of fasting I did my own research so it says do your own research from books podcasts or other people that have experienced the same I know all the girls that I follow on Instagram that are like recover your period and like recovery coach and like um, aminaria coach and period coach, whatever. They all say, say the same freaking things. So we all know what we need to do to get our period back, right? Um, fasting is not good. We all know that. We all have gotten the information through like Uh, people that are actual experts and there's no scientific reason why we should be fasting or we should be skipping breakfast or we should we should be um, working out on an empty stomach so if you do your research that's another thing that you put on your why because you know that it's not good for you like literally not good for you um So one thing that I can tell you is that you will find a lot of logical scientific studies and also people online talking about their own experience with certain habits and behaviors and why they changed, they wanted to change or how they did it. So we're going to pay attention to those people that we look after and not to some random influencer that is telling you to do keto and to do intermittent fasting because that will literally ruin your health. Okay. Yeah, that's all. Number three, it's going to be repetition. Do it as many times as possible or restrain for do, from doing it, of course. I I love that. I, I love that. And it, it will probably, I talked to my therapist about this and it will actually take a little more than just a week or two weeks or a month for you to be able to create the new habit and to exchange it for like, to exchange the bad habit for a good one. But you just gotta be patient and you just gotta be consistent with it, 
okay? So repetition, that's a very important one. We don't want to give up after two weeks. We don't want to give up after the 30 days. Number four is responsibility or accountability. That's exactly why I have you guys here and why I talk to you guys because, oh, and my therapist too, of course. But having someone to talk to and having someone that is actually making you accountable of the things that you want to do and your goals and your um, desire to break a bad habit is so important. And that can be from a dietitian to your parents to a best friend. It can be anyone. It can be also this community that I'm really, really, really looking for doing like a little community group. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it on Facebook or somewhere else. There's a little thing called like Discord. Maybe I'll do that where we can all like share our, our wins and just share our like ex experiences and just help each other out because I think community is super helpful. So I'm going to think about that. And the fifth one is the reward. So that one is, uh, they say that is the most important part because it is how our brain learns a new habit and how we will likely want to go back to doing that habit or breaking the bad one. So for example, this is just an example because I don't, I don't think that I do that quite often. Um, when I break this habit, I will X, put, feel that little line with whatever you want to do that you have been able to you want to have or for example buying something for yourself or maybe buying some plane tickets tickets somewhere or having a new experience or like I don't know reward yourself with something after you create the new habit after you achieve the goal of breaking the bad one. And that, that I think it's the most important because that will teach your brain that it's a good thing to actually do the thing that you're doing. Uh, so yeah, that's that's literally everything that I wanted to say for this podcast. I have no idea how long I talked for, but it was a good one. I freaking love talking to you guys today. I really needed that. I really needed to talk to you guys today about this topic because I am very passionate about it and I love doing my research. I love writing about it and doing all of this like this is just amazing and I love you guys so much thank you so much for listening to me every single week you have no idea how much it means to me because I finally found a place where I can talk about my opinions and thoughts without fear of judgment and you guys have been so supportive on everything and it's just like I'm extremely grateful and I will forever be, be grateful with you guys and you're the best you're the best um I hope you guys uh, love this episode as much as I did and are able to actually start working on breaking those bad habits and form new healthy ones. And I'm here for you always. And I love you guys so much. And I'll see you on the next one. Bye.